I lost weight. I felt amazing. I had more energy than I ever had in my entire life. And I mean, I just couldn't deny it at that point that I needed to, this was, this was my new life. This was the lifestyle that I need to have um, in order to live the life that God call, has called me to live. I can't do it if I'm sick in bed. What if I told you that you had the power to change your life today just by choosing what you will eat next? Welcome to the podcast, Eat Your Best Life, where together through interviews and conversations, we dig deep into the power of plant-based nutrition and other lifestyle changes in enhancing your life both physically and spiritually. If you are ready to level up concerning your health, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Cersei Blue. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of Eat Your Best Life. I'm your host, Cersei Blue, aka The Faithful Vegan. What a week it's been. So many changes happening in the world right now concerning COVID-19. My hope is that this podcast will be a resource to you and encourage you to eat your best life. I honestly believe that striving for optimal health is a way to fight back against the virus and not just the virus, but all diseases in general. Just a reminder to please subscribe, rate, and write a review on iTunes as it helps this podcast reach a larger audience. I do hang out on Instagram at thefaithful.vegan, and I am on Facebook as The Faithful Vegan. Also, please join the podcast community by joining the private Facebook group, Eat Your Best Life. Today's episode is one that is very dear to my heart, and I'll tell you why in a minute. I had an opportunity to speak with the dynamic Whitney Miner from Eat, Plants, and Prosper. In this episode, you will be inspired to transform your health by following the principles of the Daniel Fast. This is why this episode is so dear to my heart and why I connected so much with Whitney is because I started my journey by doing the Daniel Fast. Whitney is a certified holistic nutritionist and health coach. She transformed her health by doing the Daniel Fast, and today she facilitates the Daniel Fast with hundreds of people across the country every year. Whitney tells you everything you need to know about the Daniel Fast and how to get started to kickstart your health. She explains that the Daniel Fast is much more than abstaining from certain foods and that it has mental, spiritual, and physical benefits. In this episode, she becomes your cheerleader to success. She encourages the audience to eat plants and prosper. She is open, vulnerable, and authentic, and she reveals her personal story from being sick all the time to thriving holistically. She talks about the importance of being aligned physically, emotionally, and spiritually as a true model of wellness. She also talks about how you can use the practice of yoga to connect with your mind, body, and spirit. She is passionate about helping others to discover their own personal path to wellness. So without further ado, let me introduce you to the woman after God's own heart, Whitney Miner from Eat Plants and Prosper. Hi, Whitney. How are you? Hey, Cersei. I am great. First of all, I just want to say it is an honor to be on your show. I really value the work you do. So thank you so much for having me. 
Yes, and I'm so excited to have you as well. I have to say that I was just so excited because we share something in common, which is that we both started our health journey with the Daniel Fast. And I love when I meet people that have that same connection. And I'm just so excited for the audience to hear your story um, and all that you have to offer. So let's jump in. Can you just tell us about your health journey? How did you become the woman who eats plants and prospers? And how did you become the person that helps hundreds of people every year to complete the Daniel Fast for their health and spiritual and emotional well-being? Um, Great question. Um, So I guess I'll go all the way back to um, when I was a child. Um, I was what I guess old old timers, old people, old folks, you know, the grandmothers, the matriarchs of the family would call sickly. I was always sick my entire life. Like I would just always have colds, flu, stomach bug, um, you name it. If it was in a hundred mile radius, I was going to get it. And um, I started getting migraines when I was seven years old. Um, And I would get them on a regular basis. So pretty much like monthly, I would have one or two migraines as well. And so I just grew up, you know, kind of just being a sick kid. Um, and so, you know, fast forward to adulthood, you just kind of get used to that being your, your life, right? Like you would be, I would be impaired and, you know, not able to drive or function or go to work if I had a migraine. Um, this had just kind of become second nature for me. I was always in and out of doctor's offices, like I said, with sinus infections or a cold. Um, my immune system was never able to fight it off. So I was constantly on antibiotics. Um, and so that cycle just continued. Um, until March of 2018, where um, I had the flu um, for three weeks. Um, I had got, I got a flu shot, and then I, I got the flu, and I was sick for three weeks. Anybody that has had the real flu knows that it takes some time for your body to recover. And right after having the flu, I got a sinus infection. So it was like a month straight that I was sick. And I decided as I was laying in bed that I was not going to live like this anymore. I didn't want to live this way. I wanted to be able to enjoy my life and not be sick. I was tired of getting the migraines and doctor's visits and you know, not being able to really enjoy my life and um, enjoy my kids the way I wanted to. Um, And so as I laid in bed, I started doing some massive research. And by research, I mean, I went to Google and got on Google and started like searching how to boost your immune system naturally, holistic ways to boost your immune system. And everything I read pointed to a plant-based diet. And so I really wasn't even sure what that was, Cersei. Um, And so I was like, well, you know, what is a plant-based diet? And so I um, read that it was a diet that consists of eating, you know, 80 to 90% foods that come from the earth. And so um, I grew up in the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. We grew up eating like meat. We had meat every single day of my life. I had meat growing up. I drank milk. I loved ice cream, cheese, all of that. And so... I was like, I'm not even sure, like, A, that I want to do this, number one, and B, that I can do it. Um, And so I was kind of like hitting that skeptical, like, I'm not sure if this is for me. But then I remembered that I had done the Daniel Fast um, every single year with my church going all the way back to 2007. Mm -hmm. And 
I remember during the Daniel fast how great I always felt. I felt amazing during the Daniel fast, but it never lasted past the the time that the fast ended because I would go right back to eating the way that I normally ate and I would go back to feeling awful and getting sick again. And so I realized that I needed to really try to do another Daniel fast. I had already completed one that year, but I was like, I'm going to do another Daniel fast to build the habit, 21 days to build a habit. And then I was going to try to do 90 days to see if I could actually make it a lifestyle change. And so my my goal was, or my, my marker of if this would work or not, is if I got sick or not, because the question became, do you want to be sick? And if the answer is no to that, then you, right. you have to try to make a lifestyle change. And so- um, I did the 90 days, Cersei. I didn't get sick, not one time. I didn't have one migraine. I didn't have one doctor's visit. I didn't have to get on any antibiotics. I had all other pleasant types of side effects. Um, Inflammation was gone. So that means like the joint pain that I had been experiencing in my knees and my ankles and my um, wrist and elbow was gone. Um, My uh, menstrual cycle challenges and issues that I had all my life were gone. I lost weight. I felt amazing. I had more energy than I ever had in my entire life. And I mean, I just couldn't deny it at that point that I needed to, this was, this was my new life. This was the lifestyle that I need to have um, in order to live the life that God call has called me to live. I can't do it if I'm sick in bed. Mm. Wow. So, so are you saying from the 90, so you went in with the 90 days and then you just kept going or how long did it take you to completely transition? Good question. So I did 90 days of completely um, plant-based. The first 21 days were like strict vegan, Daniel fast. And then I allowed myself to incorporate other things that aren't as Daniel fast friendly, but still plant-based. Right. Um, and then I started to incorporate, after that, I started to incorporate um, fish because you, for me, it was like that if I could just have that, you know, cause it was like yeah, that last yeah, thing yeah. that I was holding onto, um, yes. I really had given up the dairy, um, you know, at that point, but it was like, I would want to have a piece of fish from time to time. And it was more of me not being as comfortable or knowledgeable about, dining out, social environments, you know, that type of thing um, when I look back. So it took me about 15 months to kind of wean off of the dairy um, and the the fish. I I got rid of the dairy fairly early on. Um, I got rid of the eggs and all of that, but the fish was the last piece. And actually, um, I watched a documentary on YouTube called Earthlings, and then I couldn't even do the fish anymore. Right, right. yeah. So what I what I love about that story that you're telling about the 15 months is a lot of times, you know, there's some people that can just jump in and they do a cold turkey. But I love the fact that you're telling the side of a story that, listen, it took me 15 months to completely revamp my diet. And I think that's encouraging for people to hear because not everyone's going to do it overnight. And that doesn't mean that it's not something that you should realize that it can take time and to still stay the course. So I I really love hearing the fact that it took you 15 months, you're here, you're doing it and you're benefiting for your health because of that. Absolutely. I mean, I think that you're absolutely right about the fact that, you know, people think it's an all or nothing type of situation. And it's more about making as many positive changes as you can along the way. So, you know, there's like, 
the scale of, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, an omnivore and then you go all the way to, you know, veganism. Right. And so any step that you can take to eat less animal products along the way to benefit your health and eat healthier, even, you know, starting even before that you can eat healthier before you even give up the animal products. Right. Any step along that path is, you know, forward progress and is so beneficial um, to your health. And so it's kind of one of those situations where you do what you can um, and, and, you know, you have your end goal in mind. And if that's vegan, Veganism, then, you know, start one day at a time with one thing at a time and allow yourself some grace along the journey because um, it's a personal thing, you know. So for some people, they'll tell you dairy is the hardest thing for them to give up. For me, it right. was fish, you know. So as a very personal journey, but I, I encourage people to take the first steps and to continue along the path and get there in your way, in your time. Nice. So let's dig a little bit into the Daniel Fast, because if anyone knows, um, you you have a platform called Eat Plants and Prosper. um, But one of your real nuggets and one of your expertise is really guiding hundreds of people every year to go through this Daniel Fast that could potentially revolutionize their health. So can you just tell us what is the purpose of the Daniel Fast and why is doing it at the beginning of the year symbolic or important? Um, so Daniel Fast is absolutely near and dear to my heart because it transformed yeah. my health, right? So I, I shared my story and that was something that was transformational for me. Um, and not just physical wise, the, the reason right. why I love the Daniel Fast also is because there are spiritual and mental and emotional benefits along with it. It's a very holistic experience. Um, and so, um, you know, one of the things that I think, um, I I, want to share about the Daniel fast is that it does come from the book of Daniel in the Bible. And um, one of the things that I love about Daniel is that he was in a lot of tough places. He was in a lot of tough spots. Um, He was under a lot of pressure um, from the king. And he was one of the king's um, highly honored, highly regarded men. And the king relied on him. Um, And Daniel was using prayer and fasting as a tool of spiritual warfare to hear from the Lord and to advise the king and to hear from the Lord and, you know, advise on how he should move um, his in his own life. And so that is really the basis for the Daniel fast. Um, the purpose of it for, for doing it early in the year, the beginning of the year is so that you can hear from God. Um, you know, what direction he wants to lead you um, in the new the new year. Um, and so get putting yourself in a posture of hearing from the Lord um, how he wants you to move in the upcoming year is absolutely the best way to start off your year um, physically, mentally, spiritually, um, and emotionally as well. So, um, you know, this year was is really special because, you know, it was new year and a new decade, right. um, you know, so it's a powerful thing when the first thing you do, you give God the first part of your year, you, you know, you sacrifice the first part of your year to hear from him and he will, he'll reward you for it. Um, and so that's the power and the beauty of the Daniel fast. Nice. So for someone who's not really familiar with the actual structure of the Daniel fast and, you know, the origin of it is very helpful. What, what exactly can you eat on the Daniel fast and what can't you eat? Like, what does it, what does the structure look like? So um, the structure of the Daniel fast is that it's a 21 day fast Mm -hmm. um, and you can eat basically food that comes from the earth. So fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, 
beans and legumes. Um, so that's what you can eat. What you try to exclude um, is animal products. So meat, dairy, eggs, um, processed food, fried food, alcohol, caffeine, and sugar. So those are pretty much the things that are excluded. Okay. Um, I was noticing that you said that you had about 600 people or more this year, um, 2020, for your Daniel Fest, and you called it the year of the switch up. Can you just give us a little details into that? What did you mean by that? I um, That is a great question. I actually had um, over 800 people join me this oh, year. over 800. Wow. Yes, that's amazing. I know. Yes. Insane. I just couldn't even, I mean, I say I can't believe it, but I can because God is Mm-hmm. amazing and, 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 and capable of doing incredible things. And he has proven that time and time again, you know, yeah. through, through the Daniel fast. But I, I did call 2020 the, the year of the switch up because every year for, during the Daniel fast, I encourage um, the people that are participating to select a theme Bible verse for the year. Um, it's something that um, I've picked up. I think I started doing it um, in 2017 and it really has helped me because when times get rough, I will recite that Bible verse and remember, um, Hey, you know, ground yourself. Hey, you know? Um, and, and so it usually is attached to something that you need to work on. Um, so for me, um, one of the years it was, I, I needed to, to work on peace. Um, and so I picked the Bible verse, Isaiah 26, three, which was, um, you keep those in perfect peace who my, whose minds are stayed on you. So, you know, I, so, so the things that you need to work on, um, things that you know, that God is, you know, pulling on your heartstrings to, to do, um, those are where I will find verses, you know, for the year to remind myself um, of the of that goal that God has given to me. Um, and so for this year, God was telling me he's doing a new thing. Um, and so it's time to switch it up. So the way that we have been, um, you know, um, maybe looking at life, viewing life, the perspective of which we are seeing things, God said it's time to evolve and elevate. Um, and so for, for this year, my Bible verse was, um, so don't remember what happened in earlier times. Don't think about what happened a long time ago because I am doing something new. Now you will grow like a plant. Surely, you know, this is true. So of course the plant reference, this is Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Um, it's the easy reading version, which I love of the Bible. Um, and so the plant reference, obviously, and I got just saying it's time to evolve and elevate and accelerate um, really spoke to me. And so that's why I call 2020 the year of the switch up. It is the year to really step in and own um, who God has called and created us to be. And that spoke to me this year. And so that's why I called it the year of the switch up. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Now, I love the name Eat Plants and Prosper. I mean, it says so much just in that title, you know, and you're doing a lot of work in the community to encourage people to eat more plants. Um, And so I love that you really kind of connect all the dots, right? It's not just physical, it's spiritual, it's emotional and mental. How how did you get to that place where you were able to just merge all of those things together? you know, how did you come to that place? Um, God, I mean, I, honestly, it's, yeah. I, you know, E Plants and Prosper was born from God healing me um, physically at first, um, you know, as we talked about through food and he made it yeah. very clear that it was my purpose 
that he didn't just heal me for me. This was for me to go and share with as many people as possible the benefits of um, eating a plant-based lifestyle and um, living a plant-based lifestyle and um, that giving us our health back so that we can do the best work for his kingdom, right? That's our purpose here on earth. And so once the physical transformation started happening, Cersei, um, there was a mental and emotional transformation and spiritual transformation that happened as well. Um, because there are so many different benefits to the Daniel fast physically, but also um, mentally and emotionally, you know, fasting can help increase peace um, sharpens your mental clarity and removes brain fog. This is something that you hear a lot of people talk about. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm. Um, It reduces anxiety and can elevate moods. And those are just some of the side effects of fasting. And, you know, I think we don't realize that there's a connection between our physical health and the rest of our body. We like to think that they are all disconnected pieces. um, And that's a very Western view of health. Um, right. right. Like that, but we're all, we're a connected body. And so once you start making physical changes, I was just talking yes. about this with one of my clients yesterday or earlier this week, once you start making physical changes, you will see that that starts to manifest itself mentally um, and emotionally and spiritually as well. And so what I started to see when I got healthy physically was that there were mental benefits to that. My anxiety started to reduce. Um, I started, um, moving my body a lot more. So I was working out and then started incorporating yoga, which really helps you connect your mind, body, and spirit. And so those things really became clear. God really revealed to me like, hey, it's this is a holistic experience. This isn't just about physical because there are people that are physically healthy, but they also have you know serious challenges in terms of mental health. They might be depressed. So it, it is we have to look at the body holistically and make sure that we are in alignment in all of those areas in order yes. to really be well and have optimal wellness. And so that's kind of where um, Eat, Plants, and Prosper um, ended up being um, you know, the key, basically foundational beliefs of, um, of the brand. Yes. You said this amazing quote. You said, we were created to thrive not to moan and groan our way through the earth. How can we do our best work and bring glory to God when we can barely make it through the day? I just thought that was a really awesome quote because when you're not well, it really consumes your energy. It's like you can't really focus on other things. And I just thought that was a a powerful quote. That is so true, Cersei. I mean, I was a living testament to that. It's like, you mm. know, you when you wake up and you, you know, you can barely get out of bed um, mm. or you can't walk up a flight of stairs without, you know, getting extremely exhausted. Um, you know, it takes a toll on you and you can just, you know, you're literally unable to do um, a lot of things. And so we, why though? Because God created the body to function I mean, he, it, the body is truly amazing. And yeah. when fueled, <clears throat> excuse me, when fueled properly, the body, like the, it has no limitations mm. and we limit it by the fuel that we put in the body, how we treat ourselves, the words we speak to ourselves, the thoughts we're having, we start to break ourselves down. And so like, let's reverse that. 
Yeah, the body is a healing machine. So for somebody who's listening and they're like, you know what, I'm really intrigued about this Daniel fast. Um, how does somebody get started on this 21-day journey to kickstart their health? What are some tips you can give them that they could just, you know, they don't want to wait until... 2021, you know, for the new year, they're like, you know what, I want to start right now. I want to kind of kickstart my health and my spiritual and physical and emotional well-being by doing a Daniel Fast. How can they get started? That's a great question. Um, actually, I'm glad you said that because I always, um, I really always encourage my clients um, that I'm health coaching to, you know, start with a Daniel Fast, um, you know, because, and you don't have to wait to January. And so I'm glad right. you said that. Anybody mm. can start a Daniel Fast. You can do it today if you uh, if you want to start. I have some great resources um, on my website, eatplantsandprosper.com. Um, there's a, just a whole separate Daniel Fast um, tab at the top of the um, homepage that you can click on and really immerse yourself in what the Daniel Fast is um, and how to get started. Um, I have a uh, literally a whole blog post on um, Daniel Fast tips that are super helpful like what you can eat and what can't you eat. I literally have a list of like fruits and vegetables that you can eat. Um, all the beans and the nuts and seeds because we forget, right? Sometimes we'll yeah, just yeah. eat the same vegetables. We eat the autopilot. same Right, yeah. You're on autopilot. And it's like yeah. there are 80,000 edible plants. And so yes. <laughs> limitless possibilities. Yeah. So I try to list out, you know, those so yeah. that you can see um, what, what to eat. Um, even snack tips, because um, one of the things I struggle with and when I did my first Daniel fast was I, I literally was like, I don't even know what to eat um, at all. And so I provide snack tips. I have a ton of recipes that are on my website that are Daniel fast friendly um, as well um, that you can just, you know, literally I include grocery lists and everything. All you have to do is shop and cook to try to make it as simple um, for you as possible. Um, even some like meal ideas, like here, here's some things that you can eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Cause you know, people need those like, okay, what can I eat? What can I eat? Um, they need those ideas. Um, one of the things I always suggest is to make sure that you have snacks with you at all times um, because we've all experienced getting hangry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then it's difficult to make a good decision about what you're going to, what to eat when you get to that point. So keep snacks with you. And these are tips for just every day. You know, they're, yeah, I'm sure they're transitioning in general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To have, mm -hmm. yeah. Make sure that, you know, you have snacks with you. Keep them in your purse. Keep them in your um, at your desk at work. Like if you go to my job, you can like open up my drawer and there are a bunch of healthy snacks in there. Um, right. You know, keep them in your car. So that's one thing. Um, I do like to remind people that, you know, what you're eating is is very clean and pure. So you're going to be going to the bathroom a lot more than you probably are used to. Right. So make sure that if you feel the urge to go to the bathroom, that you are near somewhere, then you can make that happen. Right. Yeah. Um, I also say during the Daniel fast, um, you know, be intentional about the time you spend with God because otherwise it's just a diet, which is, Hey, no problem. If you're just transitioning, but if you're going to do a Daniel fast and you really want to incorporate the spiritual piece into, in it, which I truly encourage, yes. uh, you know, be intentional about setting aside, time, setting aside time with God to read your Bible, pray and meditate as well. 
Um, another tip is having an accountability partner, which I would be more than happy and willing to raise my hand to anybody listening to this that yes, was yes. trying to transition and having someone to keep you accountable. Um, and my biggest thing, Cersei, I think this speaks to you um, and anyone else that has tried, um, you know, or, or living a vegan lifestyle or plant-based lifestyle is, you know, be open to trying new things. Yes, yes, yes. I think right? there's a myth out there. Like you kind of feel, and I know that I felt this way the first time I transitioned. I was like, okay, that's it. My life is over. I'm going to be eating like the worst kind of meals. And, you know, I kind of reside to this mundane life, but I was pleasantly surprised that my palate actually expanded and I started mm-hmm. eating better on a plant-based diet than I've ever eaten prior to that. Because we don't realize that we pretty much eat the same things every day, even when we were eating meat. And so once you head over to the plant-based world, you all of a sudden become this explorer that you discover so many things. Like I'm eating food that I didn't even hear about. Um, And so it's so encouraging just to let people know that there's more options than you think, if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yes, I am so glad you brought that up because I think that the, like you said, the myth is that a vegan diet or a plant-based diet is very restrictive and it couldn't be further from the truth. Restrictive is having four meats that you eat every single, like you have four yes. types of, like, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, eating, yeah, yeah. right? You're eating the same thing. Like, no, with this, it's like, I, it is like limitless possibilities of like what you can actually eat. And I agree with you. I consider myself a foodie even before I transitioned to plant-based and I don't even, I just paled in comparison back then to the way that I am now with just open mind and trying so many different things, different types of cuisine, Ethiopian food and eating Indian food and like just really experimenting in the kitchen um, with ingredients that we never tried um, before. And one of the favorite, my favorite things to do with my youngest daughter, especially is we'll go to the farmer's market and we will find something that we've never had before, a fruit or a vegetable and we'll try it. Um, And so it it has really, I mean, I never had dragon fruit before I became vegan. Like I never, right. all of these things um, that, you know, are available to you that are absolutely delicious and wonderful. I mean, God is truly amazing with creating all of these different, um, you know, varieties of food that he's provided us. And so I, my palate, like you said, has just expanded so astronomically since um, transitioning to plant-based for sure. So tell us a bit about how did your family transition with, or how did they respond to you living this lifestyle? Was it something they were on board with or is it, or was it something that you're still in progress with, with your family? That's a great question. Um, and I get that question a lot. So I decided that I was not going to be a short order cook. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not going to make, if I'm responsible for cooking for the family, I am not going to make three different meals, you know, for everyone to enjoy just because I was not going to no longer be cooking meat um, and, and, you know, cooking animal products. And so um, I may, what I decided was though, and even for myself that I, the food had to taste good. Like just because we, I think the myth is if it's healthy, then it's going to not be flavorful. It's not going to be, you know, taste great. And so I was like determined to, 
build a repertoire of recipes that were completely amazing where you wouldn't even realize that there's no meat here because it tastes right. so good, right? Like, and so that's what I set out upon. And I think that that really helped my family um, make a huge leap in terms of what they're open to eating um, and kind of transition them into eating way less meat. So my children still will eat meat. So like if they are going to a birthday party, um, you know, or they going, I might have a teenager. So she, you know, is at school or whatever else she'll, she'll indulge when she feels like it, but she, they are way, they eat way less animal products than they mm-hmm. <laughs> ever have. And yes. they are slowly getting there on, on their own. And I think that that's really important um, yes. to let the journey be theirs. And so my role is to expose them to it um, yes. and, and, and to give them, show them the benefits of it and show them how healthy and delicious the foods can, can be. Um, and I know that the seed has been planted, uh, recently, my oldest daughter and my niece decided that they were going to go vegetarian for a month. Oh, nice. Yeah. After having a conversation with me about why I decided to go vegan. And so that really changed them. Um, that month really changed them and they have, you know, things that they didn't miss. They haven't incorporated those things back in. Um, and so it's, you are absolutely affecting those around you, whether you know it or not. Um, And though it may be challenging, if you're the only plant-based person in your family, people are watching you and seeing you and they are making steps of their own and starting down journeys. You're planting seeds that may come into fruition a year from now, two years from now. And so I just encourage people to keep going, even though it may be challenging, um, make good food and your family will eat it. Like if the food is good, they're going to eat it. Right, right. Yes. So what, why do you think it's so difficult for people to kind of make that leap for their health? Because I know a lot of times, you know, we kind of talk about the benefits and, and reversing heart disease and, and helping with weight loss. But there's just this, uh, I don't know what to call it, but I think there's there's this barrier sometimes where it's hard to go from what we hear as facts to leap over to that other side. What what would you say to someone who's just struggling to to make those connections? I would say that um, old habits die hard, mm. and that and that really literally plays out true here when we're talking about the eating habits that we have been raised with. A lot of times the soul food and things that we have become connected to and have established in our families um, are are harmful to our health. And yeah. so they literally do die hard. So we hear a lot about, you know, um, her, things being hereditary, but it's not, her, you know, hereditary and genetics are not the key determining factor in whether you get um, the top diseases and, you know, that we suffer from in this country. So cancer, heart disease, um, genetics don't play the, they're not a key factor in it. It it is dietary. Um, And so I think that we have to start to break the cycle of um, the foods that we love and and share and pass on and start to turn them around and into things that are actually fueling us and making us healthy. Um, and so if we break the habits um, and break, kind of break the emotional ties, um, I think that people, when they let go of the emotional side of the food, food is near and dear to us. We, we share it as communal. Um, when we start to realize that you can have that same community, um, 
and the food can be healthy, one, um, or two, um, you can be a part of that community and still not partake in what <laughs> what they're eating if it's not something that is beneficial to your health. Um, and so I think once you break the emotional ties and the habits um, right. and the addiction that we have to certain foods, um, you can really make a change for, for your life. And I mean, it is literally a matter of life and death. Um, and so we have to, old habits dying hard. Um, we, we have to not allow food to be that old habit that makes us die hard. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's what we know. It's almost like a culture. Mm -hmm. It's like a bad breakup. You really have to mourn the loss, you know, (laughs) you know, and I think I, I shed a tear for cheese. Maybe I, I, I don't recall, but you know, it's, it's really a bad breakup. And, but but I, I, what I love about your story is that you show that there's, there's, you know, there's something beneficial on the other side and it's not a sprint. You know what I mean? It's a marathon and you've demonstrated that you took the time to really let go of this and take, let go of the fish and like, you know, you took the time that it needed and it wasn't a sprint. And, and I think that shines, um, from your story, because I think, I think a lot of times people, they want something fast and the furious, you know what I mean? And you show that it can take, it takes time. It can, it can take time, but you'll get there, you know? So tell us what's going on with eat plants and prosper. What's, what's coming up for eat plants and prosper and and what's going on for you these days in the community? Um, lots of great things coming up. Um, I am doing a few um, wellness workshops, which I absolutely love because it gives you the opportunities to, to get in front of the people and, you know, give hugs yeah. and, you know, really engage um, in, a, in a group setting, which is one of my most favorite things to do. So I have a couple of those um, coming up here soon. So if you're in the Atlanta area, I would, of course, love to see your face. Um, yes, <laughs> Um, And just continuing to um, do my health and wellness coaching, which has become such a, um, you know, in this line of work and Cersei, I know you know this, um, you know, you, you get the opportunity to pour into people, but you don't realize how much doing that you're actually pouring also into yourself. Um, and how fulfilling it is to be in God's purpose. So I um, have a, a clients that I'm working with, um, health coaching, and um, and willing, you know, taking taking on new clients as that comes. Um, doing, I have a few speaking engagements um, as well as more podcasts um, coming up as well. So lots of good things um, on the horizon um, for Eat Plants and Prosper. Um, I'm, I'm doing a um, a, a health fair coming up in a couple of weeks. So a lot of good things on the horizon. Um, God is just opening doors um, and connecting me to fantastic, wonderful people. Um, and so um, I am super excited about the next few months for Eat Plants and Prosper for sure. I love the name. What's the story behind that name, the Eat Plants and Prosper? How do you get to, how did you get it? Okay. So great question. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Star Trek. Um mm. <laughs> yes. So I'm actually not a Star Trek like a super fan, but they say they in the Vulcan salute, they say live long and prosper. Ah, yes. And so um 
that kind of was for me the birth of, you know, I thought to like, okay, you know, let's eat plants and prosper because that's how you live long. And yes, prosper. yes, 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 so, that's so cute. That's, that's so really cute. the base. Thank you. So one last thing before we get into um, where people can find you is you practice yoga. Tell us how yoga has been um, integrated into your health journey and, and what are some of the benefits for those who are listening? Um, so I am a huge yogi. Um, I So God um, kind of pointed me towards yoga at the same time as um, I was making the transition into a plant-based lifestyle. Um, And I really had no idea um, what yoga was truly about. I really, you know, thought that it was just a stretching and, you know, serious, Uh yeah, series of, you know, stretches that, you know, poses that, you know, was good for your body to increase flexibility and elongate your muscles and, you know, keep you really flexible, you know, as you age, right? Because we know um, as you get older, you know, your joints start to stiffen up. Um, And so I um, really had no idea that, you know, yoga is really about um, journeying into self and finding self and being your best self. And so you don't do yoga, you practice yoga. And practicing yoga is really about being intentional, about connecting your mind, body, and spirit, and really being your best self and being your highest self. And so you practice yoga on the mat so that you can live a life, um, a yogic lifestyle off the mat. And so I had no idea, Cersei, when I was getting into it that I'm like, yeah, you know, that this was really, um, you know, what I was actually getting into. And it literally has changed my life because it really flows into what um, Eat Plants and Prosper is all about in terms of connecting the physical aspects of yourself um, to your heart and your spirit and your mind, um, making that connection and um, living the life that God will call you to live and walking in your purpose. And so it has been transformational for me, absolutely, um, in terms of, of that. And so not only you know, from that aspect, but it, you know, it can lower your blood pressure. Like I said, it increases your flexibility. Um, it strengthens your muscles, it tones your body. Um, you can reduce in, um, insomnia and um, um, also anxiety as well um, with yoga. So there are so many health benefits, but I think one of the biggest is really under, trying to journey into yourself and understanding and pulling the best out of yourself um, so that you can be your best self. Yeah, it's it's just so amazing how we're kind of disconnected from our bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, you know, when we go to the doctor and we get a diagnosis, that's the first time that we've ever like even known that there was something going on in our bodies. And I know a lot of times with the connection between mind, body and soul, it's a way for us to kind of be able to be in tune with our physical self. Do you know what I mean? Like being able to 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 feel you know, when something is wrong or feel when we need something more, but we're so disconnected because I think a lot of times we're just stuffing food. And even when our body's saying, no, we don't want this, we still give it to ourselves. And so we become so disconnected. Um, And so I love to hear what you're saying with the yoga and the Daniel fast and the eating plants and just that whole immersion of, of, 
mind, body, and soul connection is just so important. And you are like a warrior for this message. Um, thank you for saying that. I, that I'm humbled by that statement alone. I just know what, what happened for me when I connected all of those dots. It yes. literally transformed my life. And so I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is what God you know, wanted for us to be connected, to be in tune with our bodies, to, you know, be in a great place spiritually and mentally, um, and to fuel ourselves with food that are, are, are you know, is honoring our body and honoring our yeah. temple. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I just want to share that with everyone because, you know, we have one body, we have one place to live on this earth. And, you know, if we don't treat it well, I mean, the results we get back are, you know, they are, they're painful and we have to drag and carry that around um, yes. with us everywhere we go. And it's like, you know, we need to change our perspective into, you know, the that God gave us this body and gave us these temples and that we need to fuel it um, and honor it in the best way possible as an act of worship to him and, you know, gratitude to him. And once we kind of shift the perspective to that, I think it, it helps us really live the way that we should. Amen to that. So I ask everyone um, at the end of the episode a question. If you had to put three items in your picnic basket of health to eat your best life, what would those three things be? It could be metaphorical. It could be literal. It could be food. It could be habits, whatever you choose. Oh, eat your best life. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with um, definitely... Um, I'm going to start with, um, meditation mm-hmm. and prayer. Mm-hmm. Going to start there. Um, I think that that is life changing. Um, and then I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with plant-based lifestyle. I'm going to go with plant-based. I am because I just feel like that will carry you further than you ever knew it could um, in life. Um, so you've got that. You've got your prayer and meditation. I'm going to say movement. Mm-hmm. Say movement. Yes, 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 yes. Well, Whitney, where can people find you? Can you reiterate your platform? So if anyone wanted to hear more of your story or find out more about the Daniel Fast or just um, everything that you have to offer, where can people find you? Absolutely. So um, you can find um, my my wellness blog, eatplantsandprosper.com. There are lots of information there, um, recipes and um, devotionals, a lot of, lot of things um, available to you there. Um, as far as social media wise, I can be reached on Instagram at eatplantsprosper, no and, just eatplantsprosper. Um, Facebook, at Eat Plants and Prosper. Um, and um, if you want to reach out to me via email, it's Whitney at eatplantsandprosper.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, I definitely would. So please stay in touch. Um, if this you know, podcast was helpful for you, I would love to hear from you. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you so much, Whitney, for being on the show. And I definitely have to have you on again. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. Cersei, I just want to say you're amazing. I, it's rare to meet people who 
really share the same like frame of mind and approach to wellness. Um, a lot of times people have the plant-based side of it, but the spiritual side is not necessarily a part of it. And so us meeting and me being on this podcast, absolutely divine. And I really look forward yes, to yes. continuing our relationship. Yes. And we're going to definitely do some collaborations together. And I am going to try to make it to Atlanta in 2020 to, to, uh, to definitely connect with you. That'll be fantastic. I can't wait to hug your neck. Yes. <laughs> All right. Have a blessed day. And thank you again. Okay, you too. Thanks, Cersei. All right. You've been listening to the Eat Your Best Life, the podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. Until next time, thank you for listening.